Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, nope, the chat's up. Okay, we're good. Let's start the intro. All right, let's start the intro. Now it's setting up. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, there we go. We're demonetized. <laughs> Can't curse in the first five minutes. What? Really? Is that a thing? That's a thing. Damn. Oh, well. the matter with you uh, last this past saturday you know what happened saturday you got your period no 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 you didn't hear hear what it was the last kiss show ever <laughs> oh yeah but they're abba now so it's time to celebrate what they're abba that's even worse <laughs> What do you got against Swedish pop? I'm not going to get to see Paul Stanley anymore. Or Gene Simmons. Or or what's that guy's name that looks like Ace Frehley? No one knows their name. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Well, Ralph Vieira calls him fake Frilly. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Tommy Thayer. Thank you. And, and, and Eric Singer. I'll say his name because I actually like Eric Singer. I do too. I, I've been a fan of his ever since uh, I heard him play with Black Sabbath, and the stuff with Badlands was great too. Oh God! And, and he's done stuff with Alice Cooper, and he was yes. with Fantasia. He what? He was with that Aventasia. I did not know. Yeah, yeah, and he actually sang a song with them too. Oh, oh all right, cool. Well, welcome to Rad Star Review, everybody. We're taking a break from <laughs> the uh, Aussie discography because, well, um, we're gonna wait for Greg to come back next week. Uh, Greg, wherever you are, we wish you well. And we also miss you, Manny and James. Uh, Manny's just been... What? Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, not to give up too much about their uh, personal lives, but Manny's been very busy with work. And James and his lovely wife just closed on a house recently. So they've been moving in. So, you know, uh, we've been holding down the fort until Manny and James return. And... We can't wait for that to happen, but I guess realistically that won't be until 2024, but all good. We miss you guys. Uh, again, I was speaking for myself, not for okay. Wayne. Speak for yourself. Um, I don't miss them at all. Um, they've made my life a life a miserable hell, especially with this show. Your life was a miserable hell before they joined the show, so give me it a break. Was, it really was. Um, this thing is on YouTube, right? Because uh, everything's working. Uh, I don't know. It's frozen. It's frozen. Why would it be frozen? And see, it's on my thing. I don't know what's going on tonight. People, bear with me. No, it's, it's is Mercury in retrograde. 
it's working it's working all right anyway so yeah last okay. uh this past saturday was uh kiss's final show and uh, did you watch it um i watched a an upload that somebody put on youtube oh okay there were uh, somebody had it on facebook too oh really yeah. okay yeah some some friends friends of ours had it on facebook on their group some friends of ours okay i'm not gonna dox who it was because no. they have a uh a rock and metal podcast on i don't want to say the name oh they have a rock and metal podcast so we yeah. don't want to have any combat with him i got no. it no but it was it was on one of those groups uh i didn't watch it on there actually i went to my friend's house uh two of the guys from my job they wanted to watch it too and we went to one of the guy's houses and he paid for the pay-per-view and we just watched it at his house uh it was it was cool i what did you think so i thought it was a great spectacle i mean definitely the pyro and lighting for 2023 is far advanced than what it was in 1978 when kiss was at their peak so good for them for giving the fans you know bang for their buck when it comes to the live show um I still can't stand Paul Stanley's voice. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't. What's with his voice? I, I don't I, know what people say. I, his voice is shot. Yes, the, the first song that they played, he couldn't even sing it. I was like, oh, man, this might not be good. But then it got better as the show went on. But what is so? what do you hear that's so bad about his voice? Um. So, look, I mean, I don't think it's any secret that Paul Stanley is wearing veneers in his right. teeth. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because you know, if anybody recalls, he did have like I'm not shaming the guy, but I remember what he looked like during Kiss's heyday mm. compared to the way he looks now. And you can tell he definitely had some work done. Good for him. If right. it, you know, makes him feel less self-conscious, good for him. I'm not gonna shame him for that. But um, as everyone knows, when you do go through that process, it changes, you know, your 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 diction. You know, I mean, there's a reason why Freddie Mercury never got his teeth fixed. Right. Because he was afraid that it would have affected how he sang. Right. Um, But, you know, I mean, like. I don't like, get mine uh, fixed either because it'll affect how I do my podcast. I don't look at your mouth, Wayne. Don't worry. <laughs> don't. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, look, I. um, I, It's just, you know, I, the after the Live to Win tour, like I heard that live album. And I thought he sounded great, but you know, it's like it's like Ian Gillen after the Born Again tour. You know, he blew his voice, so you know he he couldn't reach, you know, certain not decibels, but you know he he couldn't reach like he like couldn't certain, hit the high notes. He could, he, right, so you know there was more strain on the voice. You know, it, it was good for them that they detuned mm -hmm. from a half step down to a whole step, but still, I mean it. it if if I if I mean I listen to death metal, you know, so like you know, if people say, "Oh, he he has no say," he listens to death metal. Well, well, that's the thing. When a death metal singer's doing it right, I can listen to it. Mm. When a singer's doing it right, I can listen to it. I I I'm just not a fan of how he's been singing the past thirteen years, and I'm not shaming him for his age. I'm not shaming him for any changes that he did physically. It's just a matter of preference. You know, I'd rather listen to Alive 3 when he was 
you know, on top of his game. Yeah. But so I, I get it. I get it. Because there was parts and he should because he was trying to hit those high notes and you can't. You can't. You just can't do it no more. No. But when he went down lower to sing in those lower registers, he was like, fine. I'm like, just then just sing it low. Don't go up to high. We don't need that. We don't need it. Just keep it at a level where you can perform it without making yourself look stupid or just, you know, just making it sound bad. And uh, he did do that in some of the uh, Detroit Rock City. And it yeah. was fine. So I don't know why he just didn't continue to do that. But it, it is what it is. It's it's over now anyway. So it doesn't you get matter. caught up in the moment. You know, you can't right, help right. it. You know, your adrenaline is and he's probably uh, used running. to singing it that way, too. So it's kind of hard for him to not do that. Right. And I, I guess the, the, the problem that I have is that, you know, he claims that, that Peter and Ace are not up to par performance wise and can't hang with 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 him and Gene on stage. I could see that with Peter. I can't see that with Ace because he's still touring. Yeah. And, and, you know, even it was admitted that during the reunion tour, they were using triggers for Peter. Yeah. Because you, know, you could even see the way he was yes. hitting the drums. Right. I'm like, is he tapping it? Why is it sound booming? Yeah. 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 He was completely either not playing or they had something going on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I don't know if he froze or my connection froze every time we start this show. Every time. Oh, now now you have no sound. What's that? No, oh, I didn't hear you. I I just said I'm I'm just I, I I if you can't dish it if you can't take it don't dish it. Right. You know, like if 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 you know you're gonna insult Peter, but uh, Peter, but you know, check yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it doesn't matter right now because Kiss is officially retired from the road. Thank you, Kiss, for 50 years of great music. And now they live on as digital avatars. Artificial intelligence has officially taken over rock and roll. Did you see the pre-show? I did not. Is that was that the one where like Desmond Child came out and did a Q&A and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that girl, she did a terrible interview with everybody, by the way. Who was it? I don't know who that woman was, but she needs to just not be on anything ever again. Was it Carrie Keegan? I don't know what her name was. I have no idea. Never saw okay. this woman in my life. But she was terrible. At one they should point, have gotten Lisa Martini from Three Sides of the Coin. She rocks. I have no idea who that is. I do. Oh, well, good. Um, but at, at one point they had uh, Gene Simmons' kids come on there, and Paul Stanley's son came on there. Mm -hmm. And you know they said, "Oh, they're going to announce this big thing at the end," and there was four of them up there. And I'm like, "No, don't tell me they're going to," because they're musicians too. I know, I know at least Paul Stanley's son is a musician, very good guitar player. Yeah, and actually they they opened the show up. It just wasn't on TV. That was their band. Yeah. I was not aware. And you know, I actually downloaded the single mm. off Apple Music. It's pretty good. I, I haven't heard it. I don't, I don't know. It's it's pretty good. I was just like, well, oh, this sounds like a 
really good young rock band. Yeah. You yeah, know? So that's what that is. So anyway, with the announcement that something was going to happen <laughs> and, and then from them talking about somebody else could take over Kiss, you know, from, you know, back in years ago, um, I'm thinking, wait a minute, there's four people on this stage right now. Don't tell me that their kids are now going to turn take over Kiss and be Kiss for the rest of their lives. That gives Gene Simmons and Family Jewels a whole new meaning. <laughs> but it turns out at the end of the show, we end up getting uh, Kiss avatars. You know, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, apparently, it. I know you can't stand ABBA, but it did work for them. And I willingly admit, back in 2016, my my eldest niece, Faye, who is a big fan of music from Japan. She loves Japanese metal, Japanese rock, Japanese pop. There was a Vocaloid called Hatsune Miku. She's a big fan of her uh, of the of of her music. It's basically an anime hologram with live music behind her. So I guess you could say the Japanese equivalent of gorillas. You know, the way they were. I know you're a fan of Blur, but uh, you know what gorillas are. And I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, the the band is really tight. The the show is like top notch, like Broadway spectacle. Hmm. the the fans are into it i mean like they're literally moving with the music with glow sticks in their hands so i i and, and i saw my niece faye on sunday because it was uh my wife's sister's baby shower congratulations cassandra and ryan i hope you have a beautiful healthy baby girl that's right another girl another granddaughter in the family wow. no boys wow lucky you it's the milk <laughs> anyway <laughs> um so I said, you know, she's like, hey, Lou, oh, did you go to the Kiss concert this weekend? I said, no, I didn't get to. But you heard about what they announced afterwards, that they're going to be AI now, you know, digital avatars. And the first thing out of her mouth was like, oh, like the Vocaloids, like Hatsune Miku. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So uh, apparently this is nothing new, but this is the first time that an American rock band is doing it. Hmm. I mean, do we count the Dio hologram? No, that, that's totally different. That's not this. That's not animation. That's that's an image of Dio, you know. On a right. Screen. OK, so this is this is like more. This is like uh, on a video thing. It's cartoonish looking. Um, yeah, it's not the same thing. But, you know, I'm curious how they're going to make it work, because I think Gene mentioned he's like, so Kiss can be in three different cities now. And people right. can see the same show. So it's like, OK, well, where would you put this at? Like a like a planetarian type thing, like Pink Floyd uh, laser light show. Would mm. you do it at a place like the Sphere in Vegas that's owned by the Garden? But apparently, like if you have epilepsy, don't go there. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm I'm curious as to how, how it could get done. Mm. I Yeah, because I, I don't see people going to like Madison Square Garden to see this there, you know? Because what what are you going to see? I mean, how did they do it with the gorillas? I mean, obviously they're playing music. You're not going to have people playing music with Kiss. I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know if you're going to be listening to like the studio album songs, and then just going to be showing videos of it, or is there going to be a band playing Kiss songs? And then I don't I don't know. Just very confusing. Yeah, I mean that that's that's the interesting thing because so with gorillas and with uh, Hatsune Miku. Uh, like I said, there was 
the way that they did it was they had uh you know the screen projecting images of the animated artists mm. and then behind them you actually have people playing the stuff mm. so the ABBA one work? what's that how does the abba one work i have no idea I have no idea, but from what I heard, I mean, well, ABBA's music is pretty much like digital synthesized anyways. Right. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I guess if any rock band could do it, it could be Kiss because, you know, the four faces, uh, you know, with the makeup, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty much iconic at this point. Right. You know, I mean, think about, you know, the visual key bands in Japan that they've influenced, the glam bands that they've influenced. Mm. But, you know, they took it to a freaking Vegas level before everybody else did. So I guess it would make sense that this would be the next place for them to go. Yeah. I don't know if I would go see it um, because although I'm interested to see what they pull off, mm. With concert tickets being the price they are, <laughs> right? Um, I'd rather support a young up and coming band. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how? How? What about you? I I don't know. I, we discussed this in our chat, and uh, Greg he was kind of like sour on this whole entire thing, and but like I said, this this isn't for us, you know. This is for, uh, well, I think anyway, because it's for younger people, you know. Us older people, we already know Kiss, you know. We don't need to see anything else from kiss we already know we've gotten what we liked and some old people don't care about this shit this all this uh digital stuff like that they don't care about it. they just want to kiss from the 70s and maybe some 80s stuff but um it's not for us it's for the younger kids that's why it'll help kiss keep continuing will i go see it i don't i don't know if it's if it's at a, like msg or or Madison square garden something like that probably not because I, I don't want to deal with that shit if it's in a movie theater and you're going to see it in like uh like the 4K or the 3D type thing, maybe because that would be kind of cool, you know. Uh, it it really depends on the setting, and and, and what they're doing. If it's just a, uh, like I the animated thing that they showed with like uh, Eric Singer, he's playing the, the those fake drums that are just floating in the air. I think that's stupid. You know, I'd rather see him play a real drum set or something, but. Again, it's digital, and these are avatars, so uh, obviously they'd be going to be playing something stupid like that. So I, I don't know. I really have to. I got to see what this looks like first. <laughs> you know. I mean, I'm just wondering, Anymore. like, if you see it once, is it going to be the same thing every time? They would have to change it up. They That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, because to change it up would would cost a fortune. There has to be, and then, and it would have to be themes. Like, say, if what would be actually really cool, and yes, I would go see this if they did the Elder, right? And then they played out the freaking album, you know what what the album in in whatever order it's supposed to be in, but they played the story out and they made a thing with it, you know, like a movie. That would be cool. That would be cool. It would also be cool. And you know, I've. I've had this conversation with Michael Brandbold from Three Sides of the Coin. Um, you know, I explained to him that my favorite live lineup of Kiss was the Unmasked Tour, where it was Paul, Gene, Ace, and Eric Carr. Mm -hmm. Just because 
all due respect to Peter Chris, but Eric Carr was my favorite drummer from Kiss. So seeing Eric with the Fox makeup, playing those classic songs and the material from Unmasked, um, I enjoyed that concert out of every classic Kiss concert that I've watched. Mm. But uh, but he did mention, he said, but at the time, Kiss, who are an American band, were at their lowest popularity in America. Yeah, they were booming in Australia and Europe, but where it counted home because, you know, it costs less to tour the United States than it does anywhere else because then you have to pay for visas. You got to pay for, you know, transporting all the equipment over there. And let's say that the circuitry is different. You know, you need to um, convert uh, whatever, however many watts you're using to those countries' respective, you know, wattage systems. So it would, you know, it's more cost effective to tour your home turf than it is to go elsewhere, you know. And Kiss only did one American show for the unmasked uh, cycle, and that was at the Palladium, which only fits 3,000 people. Meanwhile, the previous year, they played the Garden. Mm. So he's like, you know, he mentioned that Eric Carr was more famous for his time in Kiss outside of the makeup than with the makeup. So Mm. I'm like, I, I get that. But it would be cool if they could do that avatar. But again, you know, they Eric Singer did the motion capture for the drums. So who's Eric Singer associated with the Catman makeup? Right. So we may never get that. I don't think we will anyway. Isn't there a issue with Eric Hart's family and Kiss? Well, I don't know if Eric Hart's family owns the Fox makeup. Because remember, it was Paul who designed it. Okay. So I'm not sure, but I know that Eric Carr's family, including his ex girlfriend Carrie Stevens, they've completely distanced themselves away from Paul and Gene, which is is sad because you know the rumor and innuendo is that supposedly um, when Eric was dying of cancer in the hospital, Paul and Gene supposedly i'm not saying it it, it 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 this is true but they say that they fired him and they cut off his health insurance since he was a paid employee of paul and jeans like you know he was a member not a partner so i don't know how true that is and you know un, and i'm not saying anything that people are not privy to so will the truth ever come out we may never know yeah yeah I, I don't know. I, I and especially we'll, we will not see uh, Vinnie Vincent either. You know, any kind of form of Vinnie Vincent's makeup. I don't think. You know, I, I don't think those those eras are going to be featured in anything. We're just going to see the iconic, like you mentioned, the iconic Catman and Ace makeup. Yeah, let's leave uh, Vinnie Vincent dead and buried in a um, large <laughs> piece of Tupperware. Anyway, who said that? I think there's somebody behind you, but uh, I mean, well, I, I'm sorry. I don't. I mean, Vinny Vincent's a great songwriter, good guitar player within Kiss. As far as what he tried to pull off during his solos and during the Vinny Vincent invasion, I'm sorry. I have one word to say for that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. Greg, I love you, but you're wrong. Vinny Vincent's not a better guitarist than Ingve. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think we're gonna see those at all. It's just gonna be those four iconic makeup. Uh, you know the, the makeup kiss that we know 
and uh but you know they'll be playing some of those other songs but we'll have to see where this goes and it's a, apparently there's going to be a movie um there was a couple other things kiss meets the phantom of the park part two no i hope not but I oh i love it. that movie it's so bad it's awesome but I, i'm assuming it's going to be more like uh like the queen movie type thing oh a biopic yeah I'm, listen, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that. But I just saw a, a movies in the works, and but so I'm assuming that's what it would be. I, why not? I, the Queen one was really good. Yeah, but the, first of all, the, there was so much information that they left out. Right. Of course. And 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 for the purpose of, you know, making the movie, they changed around so many things. They did, but that was uh, Brian. Um, uh, what the hell is his name? Brian, Brian May's call Brian to make it more of a cinematic experience. Not even that, but I don't think he really wanted to tarnish Freddie's, um, you know, uh, it, what people known of, of Freddie, you know, I get that. And and that's why I'm glad that he didn't cast that freaking hack, Sasha Baron Cohen, who played Borat. You know, apparently he was in the running to play Freddie before. Um, yeah. Remy, Remy Malik is that who the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and apparently he wanted to co- focus more on Freddie's debauchery right, right than the music right. I'm like you know what fuck you Sasha Baron Cohen you know and this is why I can't take you seriously and why anyone takes you seriously is beyond me so whatever <laughs> you don't like Borat I uh, love the first Borat film but then he got all you know I, I'm not gonna say the W word man. but you know like when when he starts saying that um that we need to take our news and mainstream media seriously i'm just like no you've lost me <laughs> you've lost yeah, yeah. me as someone who worked in media wayne for 15 years mm-hmm. i've worked for viacom i've worked for nbc i've worked for you know some of the major companies put it to you this way when i walked away it was yeah. the most liberating thing it's like let my people go. I was let go, and I was so happy. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can totally get that. That's why I don't really pay attention to people's stuff outside of their, you know, music or or movies or whatever, because uh, some people have some weird things going on. Um, I'm trying to find what else they said that was going to be on here. I'll, I'll look for it as we're talking. But uh, yeah, so this whole kiss thing I, I like i said i really want to see what's going to happen with this I, i'm interested a lot of our friends aren't I, I know our friend ralph he's i think he watched the the live showing and he watched maybe like two songs and he was done he just he can't stand it. it's just every day since that show's been on it's just been negative kiss negative kiss negative kiss and i get it he's been a fan since the beginning for me i don't know i i can't be like that because kiss has been like this since i've known them you know they've been comic books movies uh toys you know they've been a business for this they've always been into the merchandising business so it doesn't really affect me you know it's just it's just a regular day with kiss and and i will willingly admit i shield hard for them when the reprint of the marvel comic Mm. came out in 95 right i was all about that right you know um i loved having kiss action figures yeah, uh, you know, un- unfortunately, I don't have them anymore, but uh, I I I loved having them when I did um, kiss T-shirts. I had a bunch. Now, yeah. I still have my ace for LA T-shirts. Um, but, you know. And, and, and I hate to agree with Gene Simmons, by the way, I love his money bag sodas. 
you know, I, and, and I have the brothers that uh, that that run that yes, company on my podcast and uh, you can watch it on the Rat Side Review channel. And, and they were great. And they talked about how great of a businessman Gene is and a, of a person he is to work with. And I believe them. Hmm. But that's the thing. Gene is a businessman. You know, he he knows him and Paul know what kind of music sells to the audience. They know what people will drop money down to see which songs they perform in concert. They know what people will buy. Granted, I have no interest in buying the Kiss condom or the Kiss coffin where they have you coming and going. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I can't believe I said that. (laughs) But, you know, there were a lot of products that I did shill for. Granted, at 43, I don't feel that way now. But then I did. And I don't want to take that experience away from anyone who still enjoys buying Kiss merch. Have that. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm never going to stop. You know, if I see something cool, I'm buying it. I don't care. I, I like Kiss. It's to me, like I mentioned in our chat, it's all about the music. Like me I said, too. Kiss has been like this for years. I like the music. I still love the al- the albums, songs, everything. And I, you collect the the toys. I got some toys. I got I got posters. You know, tons of shit. I got I got so much Kiss crap. I'm not Sebastian Bach, you know. I don't have everything, but uh, there's a lot of stuff. Um, the other things that well, could be worse. Kiss... You could be Sebastian Bach. Anyways, go ahead. It could Sorry. be. Uh, there's a Kiss Museum in Las Vegas that's going to happen. Uh, Kiss cruises. That's that's always been going on. The upcoming that's still going to go on. That's still going to go on. Oh, okay. And uh, a cartoon show. Didn't Gene try that 20 years ago with my dad, the rock star on Nickelodeon? Oh, I don't know. I don't. That sounds familiar, but maybe they also they also did uh, Scooby Doo too. So, which I'm sorry, that film is a remake of Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> it, was, it literally it? is a remake is. with the Scooby Doo gang. I'm sure it's better though. I didn't watch it. I like the. T- <clears throat> I still have a VHS copy of that, you know, taped off television. So, <laughs> I, I love how bad that movie is. I only saw the one that's in the DVD uh, box at the Kissology. Oh, they cut so much of Ace and Peter out in that one. Well, apparently that one's the European version. It is. So I don't know what the American version is. So, um, so you re- you know, it was made by Hanna Barbera, right? So there's a lot of Hanna Barbera style music during the fight scenes. Yeah, you know, you can hear the brass with the uh, the funk drums and bass going on, and I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, I hear this music in Johnny Quest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, the Kiss Cruise is still going to happen. So yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see how much longer this will actually go on. I don't, I don't. What do you think? Do you think this can go on forever? Or do you think people are going to be like, eh, I'm tired of this now? Well, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Do I think it'll go on forever? Um, well, if the demand is there now, I could see maybe at least the next five, 10 years. Mm. Um, But if it grows stale and stagnant, you know, then no, I don't see it lasting forever. You know, not everything could be the cyclone at Coney Island where it's the same rickety ride that it was when they first built it or back in the 1800s, you know, not everything could be space mountain. I mean, look at Ric Flair. He breaks down. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go there. I had to, uh, but uh, you know, it, it's, it's just, I'm just curious if financially they could still keep it going because 
you know, don't forget, I, I think, I think, I, I think the, the Kiss Company is a partnership with Paul and Gene. And I think Doc McGee may have a bit of a say in that. I don't know. So if they're willing to keep it alive for as long as they can and milk it for whatever they can, sure, it could go on forever. But the thing is, they just can't get stagnant with it. And yeah. and that was the problem that I was having with Kiss concerts. Um, After the 2000 Farewell Tour, when I found out that they were still touring, I'm like, but I've already seen them do these songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it's like, you know, my favorite band of all time, Black Sabbath. I've seen them six times, three with Ozzy, three with Dio. It was more exciting for me to see them with Dio than Ozzy because every time I saw them with Dio, they added new songs to the set list. Right. So what did you think of this set list? Because I, I was I didn't want to look and see what the previous shows were. And they never changed it. They never it's, changed it. It's been the same. I, it's been the same set list for the whole tour. Yeah, I, I waited till like the last uh, three so until they did the encore. I was like, all right, let me check out la uh, last night's show and see if they did anything different. And it was the same thing. I was like, how? Why would they do that? You know, like. So, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, first of all, Iron Maiden. Every time they do a tour, they always play the same fifteen songs every show. But they at least they do add other things in there, though. Not okay. during the cycle. No, sometimes when they do one leg to another leg, maybe they'll change a couple of songs in and out of the second leg. But then when they're doing the entirety of the second leg, there but there was one time that I know that Maiden actually changed a set list during the same leg, and that was uh, Final Frontier tour. Originally, they were playing Passchendaele. But somebody actually took video footage of them playing it and Nico was off. So they dropped it in favor of Wrathchild. So which is different, though, because this set list has been going on forever with Kiss. Iron Maiden, they, every time they come around, they change it. OK, yes, I'll give you that. Um, I don't know. I just I I never thought a song like Say Yeah had uh, the same impact as a yeah. song like War Machine. Why was that in there? <laughs> I was like, why? Nobody wants to hear say yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I only this, like this is the final show, and you're gonna put say yeah. I only like one song from Sonic Boom, and that's Modern Day Delilah. Other than that, and that's that kind the of worst a worst song on there. Modern Day Delilah? Yes, it is the worst song. I don't think that's the worst song. That is a that that, song. that poison ripoff <laughs> is the worst song on there. I don't remember the I... one that you played, and I said, "Hey, Wayne, I didn't know you liked Poison." <sighs> I don't remember what that song was. I like I, I yeah, I kind of remember that song, but uh that's so then you like, like poison. <laughs> no, I hate I hate poison. I hate poison. I wish I was poisoned. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what the freaking song I picked. I was just picking random shit. But anyway, um I really need to listen to those two albums again because I, I I don't like them. That's those are my least favorite kiss albums. It just I just don't like them. But oh I love maybe, Monster. Maybe if I give it another chance now, maybe it'll grow on me. But um but yeah, the, the set list, I'm like, it's your last show. You're not going to have the, the original guys come back. You got to do something special for the people that haven't heard some songs in years. But yet you played the same. You played MSG twice the night before. So a lot of those people that went to that show on Friday, most likely were there on Saturday, too. So then they just heard the same show over again. I why think the, would you do that? I think the reason why was to keep it consistent with you know, the lighting, the pyro, the timing of 
the beginning to the end of the set. You know, there's a lot of logistics that go into a tour of this magnitude. I get and that, but you know you're having the final show. What's that? Do that doesn't that's irrelevant. You got to do something out of the ordinary. You got to do some surprises. There was no surprises. Nothing. I agree with you. I mean, hey, look, Ghost just, you know, when they played uh, at the, at the uh, L.A. Forum, the Kia Forum, and they did, um, you know, they added songs for that show that they didn't play for the entire Imperator. Mm. You know, they, they even debuted um, 20s. You know, they gave them something special for the DVD release when that sorry, the Blu-ray release when that comes out next year. So, you know, I, I give them credit for giving the fans initiative to show up without their phones mm-hmm. and just sit and enjoy the show. So, you know, good on Ghost for doing that. But, you know, I mean, I don't want to bring up the, the situation of, you know, lip syncing. Or Which, you know, I, there was not, from what I could tell, none of that on this show. That's the, that's only the only lip sync I did see was Eric Carr playing the piano. And you mean Eric was, Singer? Eric Singer, yes, sorry. Okay, but see, okay, well, there you go. So you didn't see it for this show, but why are they going to change the set list for the last show when they already have everything pre-programmed for the entire tour? I know, I I understand that. But you know it's the final show. It it would be cool if they broke out. I mean, you know, I was looking at the set list and I'm like, wait a minute, no strutter? Like, yeah. It would have been cool if they did like a kiss through the years for that for that specific show. And even if you didn't do full songs, because how are you gonna fit 50 years into one show? It would be cool if they did like medleys from like specific albums. Yeah. But again, at their age, I I don't think that they would want to they probably didn't feel obligated to have to do that well obviously they didn't but they, they should have and, and i think too they should have done something i, I don't know they, they could have done something to like all right we're gonna play something from like uh, uh, you know this album build up to it play some kind of video or something that's like showing what you know like the picture like uh, videos or something that they did for that album or, or, or live you know footage or something and and then get into the song instead of having Paul just like randomly do his his uh, nonsense, you know they I, they could have done so much more. The, the show could have been better, you know. It just seemed like it was just another show. And then Paul Stanley too. I, it it seemed to me like he just didn't care. Like I can tell Gene Simmons was like really upset, like it was going to be the final show he was going to be doing. Paul Stanley was just like I just can't wait to get out of here kind of thing. Really? You caught those vibes from him? Yes, I did. He didn't get upset at all at anything. It, it didn't seem to me, but you could tell Gene and he, you could see him crying a little bit, getting uh, you know upset at one point towards the end. Well, I mean, Paul, his personality has always been very stoic. Mm. And I think that's because it's a defense mechanism from having grown up uh, you know, with, with Microtia and you know, being ridiculed and dealing with having parents who didn't acknowledge him, you know, which he admitted, although I'm happy that in the final years of his father's life, they had a reconciliation. But, uh, you know, Paul just doesn't seem like the kind of person who really 
shows his emotions, you know, and, 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 and that's the thing that I like about Gene is that if the guys from Moneybag Sodas could say that Gene has been good to them and they're just a little company in upstate New York, you know, right under the Canadian border. And if he's good to them and like it's been almost two years and he still has his name on their soda. Then there must be good qualities about him. The fact that, you know, and people may not remember this, but 21 years ago when Ace was doing a uh, birthday party for himself in New Jersey. After the recent tour that they did with Eric Singer and he started bashing Gene and Paul, you know, basically denying that that he would ever ever get back together with them and everyone was like yes yes you know he, he pretty much said fuck gene and paul and then all of a sudden who shows up with the birthday cake right. gene simmons and they all flock to him yeah the people love gene that's what it is yeah, yeah he's obnoxious yeah he's crass but you know what though i i know many people that have met him and said he was a nice guy so and 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 Gene, you know, the the kid grew up in Israel, came here six years old, couldn't speak a lick of English. His mother had to work however many jobs to, you know, he was a latchkey kid in the 1950s. You know, that, that wasn't typical. Right. The, the, the guy came from nothing. So I give him a lot of credits, yeah. even if I don't like a lot of things that he's done. I, I, I can I can look past the negative with him and say, you know what? Kiss's music brought more joy than sadness to my life. Right. So I, I will give him that credit. And, you know, I guess I didn't notice that he was, uh you know, bawling a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And especially I don't you probably didn't see the after interview either with him. No. Oh, yeah. He was he was. He at one point he did have to like turn away, <laughs> and then his daughter came and like rescued him because he was gonna like ball any minute. Well, because that's his baby. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I listen. I could say the same thing about uh, Black Sabbath's last concert. You know, mm-hmm. or three quarters of Black Sabbath's concert. Right. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. It's it's not Sabbath without Bill Ward to me. That's just my opinion. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. but it, it's just like. These are the guys that created a genre and that's how they ended. You know, it's like, right. I, I guess you got, it, it's funny. I thought the farewell tour of 2000 had more ballyhoo behind it. Right. Well, that's because I think at that point we thought it was going to be real, that they were really going. But now since that already happened and they came back, I think people still have the feeling that they might show up at one point and do more shows which really could happen. You know, they've done it before. So, you know. Well, I just, now I don't think it's it's, it's probable anymore because, you know, we're not all spring chickens. You can't wear seven-inch platform boots. No. You know, I, and, I and the, uh, those boots were like 10 pounds. Or at least Gene Simmons is, weighs 10 pounds. Well, of course, because he's got like those Godzilla-type faces in the yeah. front. That's insane. <laughs> You know, but um, it's funny, though, because like not, you know, I've been reading a lot of stuff on Facebook and it seems like, you know, and again, 
however you feel about Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer, I think they're great musicians. They got paid to do a job. Okay. And, you know, I wonder if we were offered the roles of drummer and lead guitarist in Kiss, would we take it? Would we dump Severed Angel for Kiss? Hell yeah. I think anybody in that situation would. <laughs> I think so. I mean, that's the, the right answer. I mean, everybody needs to make money. You know, we and, have families and mortgages. So. Exactly, and you can't you can't fault them for doing what they did. I mean, the, the Kiss did it for the fans. I mean, what they don't need to keep playing music. They don't need to make music. They don't need to do anything. Nothing. It's like Metallica. They don't need to make new music. Nobody cares about their new music anymore. No, but you know, you know what? But they still go to the shows, and they still put on a hell of a show. Metallica. Right, and they do. So. I know there's people that say, oh, they're not doing things for the fans, but they are. Their fans still want them around. The fans still want them around now, even though they're, you know, supposedly done. Fans still want, want ACDC around, and Brian Johnson's voice was shot. Did anybody see the power trip footage? Right. So it's just like, it bogg- I, I, I get it. I, I From all the shit that's went on with Kiss forever between Ace and Peter, I understand how why people get so frustrated and mad with them, but they wanted to keep the band going for the people to you know experience kiss you know and maybe that's stupid for me to think that way but you know and uh-huh. of course they need to make money too so well, it's a business yeah and and no it doesn't make you stupid for saying that because look i mean ace and peter did have the opportunity to prior to putting their names on the contract right you know they could have negotiated a different deal so you know something that probably would have been um better for them because i think you know, in the end, you know, I think they were making anywhere from six figures to seven figures per show mm-hmm. while Gene and Paul were, you know, getting a percentage right. uh, of 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 the tour. So, you know, in, in the end, the percentage definitely outweighs the six to seven figures that, you know, Peter and Ace were making. But if part of that contract was them giving up the rights to the makeup, well, I mean, uh, Peter and Gene. No, Peter and Ace. Oh, that's right. Sorry. No, that's no, it's okay. You know, if, if that was part of the deal and they signed off on it, well, be- because Paul and Gene knew that that was the kiss that people cared about, right. which which is a shame because I would hate to diminish the contributions of Vinnie Vincent, um, Eric Carr, Mark St. John, and Bruce Kulick. I would hate to diminish their contributions because, you know, if you were a kid growing up in the 80s, that's how you remembered Kiss. You didn't remember them with the makeup on. Yeah. So, you know, and and I love a lot of the stuff that they did in the 80s. With the exception of the raps in the Animalized concert video. I mean, Jesus Christ, that was Kiss on cocaine. I mean, it was uh, (laughs) it was a good show. And, you know, you needed a drummer like Eric Carr to keep up that pace. Right. right. Um, but I'm just wondering with because the those are the likenesses of Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering because they're employees of Kiss and not partners. Um, I'm wondering if they are now set for life with residuals because they're physical likenesses not the makeup but their you know their motion captures their facial features i wonder if they're set for life right now 
because everyone's like, you know, oh, now that they got the pink slip, they're unemployed musicians. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think posted a picture of Tommy with uh, looking for work. Wow. <laughs> we'll play guitar for work. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you think about that? I think so. I mean, they would have to be, especially Eric Singer. I mean, Eric Singer has been probably the longest drummer in Kiss. Now, at this juncture, yeah. So, right? Yeah. I mean, 92 to 96, and then again from 2001 till today with the brief sabbatical in 2003. Yeah, so I would imagine they would have to get something. And uh, I would imagine, too, that their voices will probably end up being used at some point as well. So it's probably still going to be them. Because, you you know, you, you think they would still use their voices if they're going to do some kind of like animated movie or cartoon? At least well, for a little while, you know? Well, I mean, if if you know if that was them in the Scooby Doo film, and I'm pretty sure that they have it in, uh, yeah. you know, the the contracts for that, that any residuals made, you know, I'm I'm sure Paul and Gene would get a bigger bigger chunk. But yeah, I would think right. that Eric and uh, Tommy would get taken care of with that. Yeah, yeah I think everything's gonna be good with that. I mean. Like I said, Eric's been with them forever. And Tommy Thay has been with them forever, too. So I don't think they would really screw them. Well, you know, Tommy's association with Kiss uh, begins back in 1984. Right. When he was a member of Black and, Black and Blue, when um, uh, Gene signed them to Simmons Records. Yeah. You know, and and uh, many members of uh, Black and Blue have worked with Kiss in the songwriting, um, the songwriting fashion. I think Jamie St. James actually did some material with them on uh carnival of souls which i do love that album i'm not I gonna like lie yeah. um you know and tommy wrote some stuff with them for mm, hot and shade and other material after that but um I, I i look at it this way if tommy thayer stuck around for as long as he did there's a reason why and i would like to think i would like to think that gene and paul would reward such uh behavior and actions with uh loyalty and gratitude we'll see <laughs> we'll see you know that's gone but i think i think they'll be okay it's yeah they would have to be something in there otherwise i don't think they would use their likenesses you know i i think the one original member though that uh, other than gene that uh has taken the high road has been peter like peter actually said you know congratulations to the band for 50 years of longevity. He's proud to be a part of it and he wishes everyone well. I'm, I'm glad to see that Peter has uh, taken this high road in life. Um, and I wish I could say the same about Ace because he was my favorite member growing up still is this day, but uh, he's not so nice. <laughs> yeah, now he's always told that how it is. So no surprise. But how do you feel about that statement that he made to the, uh, to Eddie trunk that, uh, Kiss fans are not the brightest. I wonder what he means by. I mean, <laughs> I didn't hear about that, but uh, it's true. <laughs> the thing I did not get was that when they lit up the Empire State Building, right. you know, the first image is of the current lineup, yeah. and then the next image was the original lineup on top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, and I'm just like. Why are you showing off Ace and Peter if they're not members anymore? 
Well, it's the history of the band. I, I don't. I didn't see the. Whole, I didn't see that whole thing, so I don't know what else. Was there other stuff on there? Like, no, it was just, just those two. It was just those two images. No, it was probably so. Whoever made it probably just didn't know. You know, I don't. I don't know. <sighs> I would think Kiss would make that anyway, but maybe whoever does that for the Empire State Building just doesn't understand that. Yeah, and Tommy's even taking the high road too with uh, Ace bashing him all the time. Yeah. Well, it's, you know. it's, it's even like the people who filmed the show. Um, I, I don't know if you like really watched it that, you know, intently, but like some of the shots and things that like Gene's doing the fire, they they panned out into the crowd, and you barely saw Gene doing the the thing. I mean, why would you get that kind of a shot? Like, why would you not get close up and and show that? And there was a tons of things that the camera people missed, and I'm sure we'll see it on the DVD when it comes out videographers can be a very odd bunch um have you ever watched the original uh running with the devil video from van halen probably years and years ago but i don't remember who are they focusing on during the guitar solo i, I don't know i don't remember michael anthony <laughs> so you know unless you know the material yeah it's 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 you, know, you treat it as a job, yeah. but you know when you treat when you know the material, you treat it as an art form, right. and you know you 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 want to make sure you you capture that visual. So they, you they know. should know these these things were coming. You know, Every, everybody knows when Gene Simmons is gonna you know do the blood and then the fire thing and what well, yeah because like you know you watch some of those older concerts and when Gene's got the friggin' sword in his hand, he's ready to yeah, uh, spit you know the fire out. Yeah. How many extremes close-ups could you get of him spinning blood from his mouth? Right. Yeah. And they botched it this time? They well, they didn't botch that one so bad as the the fire spinning one that they really botched up. I got it. Blame Vince Russo. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, one thing I'll never understand. Kiss on WCW. I still to this day. Yeah, that was that was some good TV right there. That was Botchamania 101. That's <laughs> yeah, interesting. And remember the uh the the, the Gene Simmons, uh, what, what was his name? Um Dale Torborg. Yeah, but what was the wrestler's name? Uh, the demon. demon demon, right? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Although from what I heard, Dale Torborg is a pretty cool guy. So mm. he was a huge KISS fan too. So you know. Well, still is. But I, you know, I, it, I remember that. That's it's funny. Cool. Eric Adams said a lot of wrestlers uh, are huge Kiss fans. Yeah. Like a lot of the ECW guys were huge Kiss fans. Oh, and, and not just the BWO when they dressed up as Kiss. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Axel Rodden, rest in peace, was a big Kiss fan. Uh, so was uh, Balls Mahoney, rest in peace. Um, Ian Rotten is still a huge Kiss fan and mm-hmm. said he's seen them about like 20 times. And I'm wondering, is that why you didn't pay your workers? Anyway, <laughs> Axel Rotten was a huge Kiss fan too. He was. Always he was. Shirts and uh, had the Kiss tattoo and everything. Yep. Rest in peace. I'm proud uh, empresario of the Kiss army. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's it, folks. Kiss, as far as uh, the human flesh version, they are done touring for now. So and we'll be, uh, seeing animated Kiss from now on. And and I think I just want to conclude in saying. I think we're all better for the for the good memories Kiss left us and for the good tunes. You know, I mean, 50 years of music is, you know, will give or take a couple of years that they didn't release it. But, you know, that that's a long time. 
And, you know, they're still putting out soundboard recordings, which I always get excited every time they do that. So, you know, and, and I will say this during my teenage years, when I did feel um, isolated and um, introverted, you know, thank God for my brother, Tony, for introducing me to Destroyer because it it changed my life for the better. You know, it made me want to it made me say that eventually I'd like to go on stage one day. Right. And I've done that and I'm still doing that. And, uh, you know, I may not like everything they've done. I may not agree with everything they've done. But like you, Wayne, I agree. It's only about the music for me. So thank That's you, it. Kiss. Thank you, Kiss. And uh, if you want to hear more music in, in uh, 10 o'clock, in an, uh, about an hour from now, uh, you can join me, freeworld.fm. Okay, freeworld.fm. I will be on there live playing a bunch of music, heavy metal hard rock all that cool stuff and uh i gotta go finish that putting that together right now severedangel.bandcamp.com you can buy our cd you can buy you can go directly to severedangel.com and uh click on the link on the home page and that'll take you to the band camp uh thank you to uh victor and brandon for the two copies that were recently purchased uh yours were shipped out today that's right sorry we couldn't autograph those but uh, maybe next time we all live in different locations yeah all right um so yeah that's it so everybody hit subscribe and uh we will see you here next week hopefully we'll be finishing the ozzy discography what yes and one last thing kiss was always better than motley crew uh there okay oh, God, motley, this sucks On i agree note, good night everybody Demone. Free world. FM. join me freeworld.fm